talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. And welcome to this episode of The Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM, where I, Gordon T., your host, get to talk to some of the stars from the world of contemporary Christian music. Uh, And we've been in the UK a little bit recently, but I'm pleased to say we are back over stateside and we're talking to a band which, if you're a regular listener to Hope FM, you will know all creatures. Uh, We've played Wonder working as uh, the track of the week recently. And you know what? These guys have got a story to tell, so really looking forward to hearing all that's on their hearts. But before we meet Chris Cron and Ben Thompson, also known as Neon Feather, let's hear this track, Wonder Working. was Wonder Working by All Creatures. Hey guys, how you doing? Doing great, thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to have you. This is your first time on Hope FM, I think, so particular uh, yeah. warm welcome to you both. Now, uh, the name All Creatures just beginning to get a little bit of traction here on Hope FM, but probably not many people actually know much about you guys or where you are. For a start, where are you in the States? Uh, I wish I was here on this background. <laughs> In your background, it looks like, looks like uh, Honolulu or something there. I would love to be there, but I am in Spring Hill, Tennessee, which is um, bleak and gray <laughs> and cold right now. I'm over in North Carolina, about a seven-hour drive east of Chris um, in a city called Greensboro. And it's similarly cloudy and bleak, actually, over here. <laughs> oh, well, I would like to just concur that it's probably quite cold and quite bleak here in the UK. So so we can at least commiserate each other with, with our weather stories. So so it'd be really good to know a little bit about your journey, um, both with Jesus, how you came to become Christians, uh, and also how the two of you started working together on Christian music. So who'd like to go first, telling us a little bit about your history? Um, since... People probably don't know me. I, I guess I'll go first. Um, I was born and raised in Southern California, uh, raised in church my whole life. My uh, grandfather was in barbershop quartets and my parents both sang and met in the choir. Um, and so I have always just been around church and are always around music. And I guess, you know, I, I would say that I have always been a Christian, but there have been definite moments of, uh, of reintroduction to Jesus throughout my life. Um, and the kind of the most recent one was a few years ago prior to me meeting Ben. Um, I had moved out to Spring Hill, Tennessee with my wife in 2013 and promptly quit music after being in a band for 12 years. And, uh, having music be my entire career and my entire life. Um, there's a whole long story I could get into, but well, maybe I'll tell a little bit of it if you don't mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But we would love to hear Chris. Okay. So I, yeah, like I said, I quit music cold Turkey. Um, it was June 27th. There was a lot to do with it, but basically I had, I realized I had made music my idol and I didn't really know who I was without it. And so I kind of uh, floundered around for a little bit. I 
moped around the house and my wife had a full-time job and was, you know, and one day she basically said, sit down, shut up and listen <laughs> in, in nicer words, but that's basically what she said. Um, and so I listened to her that day and I sat in my chair in the living room for two hours and I heard nothing except the dog bark occasionally and the refrigerator running. And as I was about to get up out of my chair, I, and I'm, I, I don't claim to hear audibly the voice of God all the time, but this was one moment where, when I felt like he said, sing me something. And I said, that's stupid. I'm not singing you anything. I, I like tap when I'm nervous. I like hum. I make noise and music all the time. And I even had stopped doing that. So I said, no, I'm not going to sing you something to this whatever voice. And uh, the voice said it again, sing me something. And so I reluctantly started to sing the first thing that popped into my head, which was this old hymn that we used to sing growing up in church. And it was uh, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. You know that song? His mercies never come to an end. Yeah. Yeah. We know that song's great. They're new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And it was just that. And after I sang it, I kind of looked up like, is that what you wanted? And didn't hear anything for the rest of the day, really. And I kind of went about my day and started thinking that that must have been from scripture somewhere. I, I know I've sung that song a thousand times growing up and never really stopped to ask where it was. And it's in the book of Lamentations, which is the saddest book in the Bible, apart from Job. Um Israel's been sacked and the temple's been burned down and uh, there's this little glimmer of, of hope in there. And I think it's chapter two. I always forget if it's chapter two or three, but if you keep reading down, it says it's good for a man to sit quietly and listen to, I'm paraphrasing, but it, it's good for a man to sit and listen. And that kind of caught my attention because I hadn't. And then my wife said, you should sit and listen. And when I did, I heard something and that was kind of like a, sorry, this is a long story. Like I said, no, it's a, it's a really interesting story, Chris. <laughs> You're you. really welcome to share it actually. So please carry on. Yeah. So, um, that was, I, I don't want to, I, I can't say that it was a, you know, knocked off my horse, you know, life completely life changing moment, but it was definitely a moment to like get my attention, refocus my thoughts on God. And, it, um, from there I, I was able to kind of gut check a little and, and put music back in the place where it's supposed to be not as an idol and more as just a tool and an expression, a way that I communicate to God. Uh, so I started writing again. And from there, I met a couple friends in the area who introduced me to a publisher who ended up signing me to a Southern gospel publishing company. <laughs> So I started writing for that, which was a whole new thing and a whole world in and of itself. And then I met uh, an A&R guy at a record label called Centricity. And he said, you should write with this guy, Ben. And uh, so Ben and I got in the room together in 2018. Gosh, it, yeah, it honestly might have been 2017. I don't know. Yeah. And we hit it off instantly. And it was a budding bromance. <laughs> <laughs> the truth of the matter is, it feels that way looking back. But we wrote that one song 
Between You and Me was the name of the song. And then we didn't really do anything again for like at least a year, if not more than a year. Like it was pretty much that. And then it was like that song ran its course and we were never in the room again for a long time until I heard a song he had written called Safe. And this was like definitely over a year later. And I heard it and I was like, dude, this is a great song. They had his church released it, but they hadn't really done like a proper single like release of it. So I talked to him about doing a neon feather version of it. And um, that is when we really realized that, um, that we clicked and that like we played some shows promoting that song and like realized we just were like long lost brothers, almost like you just really, <laughs> I don't know, felt at home with each other. So we realized we needed to make yep. it a thing. And, uh, and so that's, that's how that happened. Anyway, I thought I would just interject because I, I just no, thought it was great. interesting that it took a while for that to convert into a full blown friendship. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I had been out of the, out of, Christian music really um, since I was a teenager. Um, so I <laughs> didn't really know who he was at first. <laughs> it's not much to know, dude. I think you, I think you think I'm bigger than I actually am. <laughs> oh, well, it's okay. Um, so we, we ended up um, after that song safe came out, uh, we decided that we should make this an official project um and we searched for names for a while most of them horrible (laughs) i'm glad we didn't land on any of the names before but um all creatures kind of stuck and it was out of that hymn all creatures of our god and king lift up your voice yeah you know the song Um, it's good yeah (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm all about old hymns i guess all my inspiration is from that yeah and i think with the name all creatures we wanted to capture there's a common thread to all of our different ideas that we had was that we wanted to capture a spirit of like inclusiveness and, um, and that like whatever banner we're flying that like involves more than just us, that it's not like we're the ones doing it and it's not like about anyone else. But yeah. um, so like all creatures is just sort of this like invitation in that like it's for every creation of God to, turn their voices to to the creator yeah we want something everyone can join in that sounds to me like a, a great reason for choosing it a really nice name I, i'm a real yeah. fan of god's creation so all creatures to me sounds pretty cool so <laughs> uh, I, and i've got to say chris not many people have come on my show and and had that experience of the audible voice of god so it's a pretty cool story uh that, that god wanted you to sing something uh, and he's gifted you with with a beautiful voice well, so you. i can understand why he'd wanted to use it so that's, <laughs> oh, that's, thank you. that's yeah. cool yeah i think that's why he never has has spoken to me <laughs> oh, come on, come on. <laughs> I, I just thought it was interesting that he didn't there wasn't a bright light and he didn't say something profound it was just this like relational father son kind of thing Mm. it wasn't it wasn't a you know like i said a knock you off your horse paul to or saul to paul kind of thing it was just this really intimate hey sing me something i want to hear 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was cool. Uh, I bet your wife. What's your wife's name? Libby. Libby. I bet Libby was pretty shuffed when she uh, she got home from work <laughs> and found out that God had told you to do something. So it's a great That's start. That's great. Now go get a job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and Ben, what, what about you? Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, man. I I wish I had as good of a time like condensing my story into into a. a concise narrative but i feel like i'm i just feel like i'm still like in the story so i don't really know how to like bookend the story but i i can tell you the story up until this point which is um similar beginnings you know to chris with being raised in a christian home um they were you know my parents were awesome and and they really encouraged a personal relationship with the Lord with, and, and just like Bible study and all that was a big part of our home. It was definitely like, I appreciate the fact that it was not just a show up to church on Sunday and then forget about it kind of home. Like it was like, yeah, I, I remember saying like back when I was in youth group, like my dad, I think my dad accidentally left his Bible at church one week or something. And I remember making a comment to somebody like, oh yeah, like he wouldn't like, I just wasn't even really thinking it was just casual, but I was like, oh, he wouldn't go. Like he would have noticed that he left it at church, like within a day, like he wouldn't go a day without noticing he had left it. And to me, it was just totally take, I took that for granted, but the person I said that to thought, oh man, like that's really unique that and cool that your dad has that like regular of a relationship. So that sort of made me realize, okay, like, you know, maybe I'm blessed <laughs> to have parents that set such mm-hmm. a like true example of like walking with the Lord and not just, um, not just showing up every once in a while. Um, not to say that, you know, there weren't like blind spots and pitfalls and all that. And, you know, I spend a lot of time unpacking, you know, <laughs> their, uh, their fallible human work <laughs> as parents. But uh, yeah, I guess personally it was, I guess that feeling of taking it for granted is something that, that I was guilty of for a long time. Um, and then I kind of went through like a period of, how do I say it? Like, like I never really let go of my faith, but, but I felt this, inescapable nihilism coming in as I learned more (laughs) about like science and the universe and understanding all the moving parts. I've just been a very curious person. And I think I believed the lie for a while that, that, that I feel like a lot of people just kind of take for granted that a lot of people assume, which is that, the more you can understand about the universe, the less you need God to explain it. That like, if you can somehow shine a light into all the shadows of human understanding that suddenly like you've proved that there's no God. Whereas, and so like, I think I got nervous as I learned more about the universe. I was like, Oh, I don't want to let go of my belief. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I also, believe in like the pursuit of knowledge and and that Mm -hmm. you can understand how things work and so it 
at some point I, I turned the corner from nihilism to like this optimism of like, just this sense of wonder and realizing like God is a God who loves to show his work. And that just because you can see all the moving parts, like that just makes it all the more amazing that when he, when he works the miracle of nature, it isn't just a snap your fingers and it happens. It's like, you can literally peel back the layers as deep as you want. And he has it all like orchestrated and working together. And like, it's all accounted for. I don't know. It's to me, it just strikes even a greater sense of wonder in the creator. Yeah. So that's kind of been my personal journey. Music has just always been a part of my life alongside of that. Um, and I've been very, very blessed and uh, one might say lucky just living here in North Carolina, no connection to the music industry at large and just being faithful with whatever opportunities I have been given over the years and just walking through each door, putting my best foot forward each time and, and, um, it's insane the type of like doors that just keep opening um, through no like scheming or strategy of my own, which makes it feel like a constant free fall for me because I don't have a master plan and I don't really know what I'm doing, <laughs> but, uh, but it definitely keeps me in a posture of trust and faith because I'm like, man, if these doors stop opening, I don't know how to open them myself. So, uh, yeah. anyway, that's, that's my story. I, and uh, it's an interesting one because obviously you were saying, do you think Chris thinks that you're bigger than you are, but, but, but your, <laughs> but your name is, is known in the, in the, the Christian music industry. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a moment for some name drops. T tell us uh, some of the people that you've worked with. I, yeah, I can, I can humbly and, and, uh, confidently name drop because i just don't even know how how it happened but yeah i've been fortunate enough to work with um pretty much i mean the majority of christian artists that you would name i've probably <laughs> worked with them it's, <laughs> so it's like you know toby mac we are messengers jordan feliz mandisa Britt nicole twitchfoot. twitchfoot um gosh i know i'm blanking so hard Capital Kings were a Chris, super fun time. Chris Cron. Chris Cron. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a feat. <laughs> I think it's just interesting laying both of our stories next to each other and that our first single was called Wonder Working. It wasn't really a coincidence at all. It's kind of like both of us kind of came from a place of what is going on? We have, <laughs> we have no idea and <laughs> very little control over the situations. And so all of this is just kind of shown itself as a manifestation of God's work at work. Which I've got to say is a, a brilliant thing to have working in you. <laughs> well, thank you. So wonder working is a really great track. And I like in that wonder working the way that it talks about the fact that uh, God's always doing miracles. It's it's normal for him. So we should raise our expectations. And you talk about you've seen lots of miracles. Now, is this something you're, you're singing by faith? Or is this something that you'd say, actually, 
you have seen numbers of miracles. And if so, what sorts of things? I will say, so the opening line, <laughs> I guess I have to speak to it mm. because I'm the one <laughs> that Chris uh, ran it the rest of the way. But I, but the first line was something that came to me when I was on a walk. I was like walking my in-laws dogs and just thought of really the concept was, is kind of silly, but it's like, if I were, if I put myself in the world of like superheroes and if, if I were living in a world where I knew like Spider-Man was real or Batman or whatever. Uh, and I'm like walking down the street and I'm like about to get mugged or I don't know some, or if I'm on a train that's about to like, like run into a brick wall or something, you know, of course I'll be scared, but at the same time, it's like, I kind of, am like, this is kind of exciting. Maybe I'll get to see Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> it's like, I feel like it, it, we take, we don't think about how the civilians would feel in a world where they know superheroes exist and how it'd be like, Oh, maybe I'll like, maybe I'm okay with getting in trouble. Cause it's like, maybe I'll get to see some crazy stuff happen to get mm. me out of trouble. So, and that's the world we live in. I mean, God is constantly like interacting and working and not that we should just like put ourselves in harm's way, but like, Mm. life itself is such a miracle it's if god needs to step in or if god wants something to happen there's nothing that can stop him from making that happen so so there really is no meaning to the word impossible uh, other than an opportunity mm -hmm. to see a miracle like it just totally redefines the concept of impossible because there kind of is no such thing when you really believe that that god is intimately involved in our lives like he is well it's a it's a it's a great track and i i've not not only is it upbeat musically excellent but the lyrics were challenging and encouraging as well so um so appreciate that it's a great it's a great track and i'm glad it was our it track is. of the week so we've got another track to play from you um the night sky joined in so tell us about that track uh this was a song uh, I had the title for several years and I almost wrote it for, or I tried to write it for a Southern gospel artist first. And it was way, way, way different. Uh, imagine five white guys in suits uh, singing this kind of a song, but uh, it, uh, it, it never materialized through that, but I always loved the title and I always loved the idea because a few years ago I went to, um, I, I took a, uh, Bible study class and the lady teaching the class um, talked about how when in Genesis, when God was creating the world, he spoke, um, he spoke the world, he spoke light. He spoke the sun and the moon and the stars. He spoke the um, birds and the fish and all the animals and the land and the sea. But when it came time to creating man he came down it's like this image of him stepping down getting into the dirt picking up this dirt this material with his hands and breathing life into it and it has always stuck with me this idea of god stepping down from his his throne and getting tangibly involved in our lives um and so when i had this song title kind of pop into my head and connecting that back to, to Luke when the angels appear 
to uh, the shepherds in the field. It's that same echo of that same thing in Genesis chapter one um, and, and two that like God stepping down, coming down as a baby tangibly into our existence. And um, because of that, all the creation starts joining in the, into the song. And it was just this cool image of, of heaven and earth connecting at that moment. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And Ben sent me a track and uh, you know, he, was, he thought like, eh, maybe this could be the track for the night the sky joined in that idea you had. And so I sat down and kind of jotted it out and it was, it was perfect. It just, everything fit together perfectly. Yeah, that's where it came from. The Night the Sky Joined In by All Creatures. And I'm very pleased, pleased to say that Ben Thompson and Chris Cron uh, from All Creatures are with us right now on the Arts Interview on Hope FM. Guys, thanks so much for all you've shared so far. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful track uh, and I really like your, your reasoning behind it as well, Chris. And right now, if you'll be happy uh, to pray for listeners um, off the back of the song and off the back of anything we've shared as well, it would be uh, great for you to do Heavenly that. Father, we are so grateful that you step down from heaven into earth into our lives into our existence down into the dirt with us that you haven't left us alone to our own devices god but that you are intimately involved in our lives on a daily basis we pray that this christmas that we would remember that that we would remember the time that the sky and all creation joined in the song that we would remember the gift that you gave in your son, Jesus. And that we would also remember that the gifts that you've given us, they don't define us. Uh, they don't make us who we are, but they're tools that we can use for your glory. And that we get to use for your glory. Pray that everyone listening and even those that aren't God, that you would um, make this a really special year on the backs of uh, several very hard years, Lord, that uh, people people would start to see it turn around, um, and as as you connect with us in this Christmas season, Lord, that we would um, that our hearts would be filled with love and joy to move into 2022 with great expectation and great hope um, for what's ahead. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And if you're listening at home and you're thinking, who is this Jesus that Chris Ben and Gordon are talking about? Just want to encourage you uh, to pop along uh, to www.findachurch.co.uk. There are many churches across the UK that would love to welcome you, especially during this Christmas season. Uh, and if you're listening worldwide on one of our partner stations, contact the studio for that station and just say, can you recommend a good church? Because you know what? God would love you to know him better. Right, guys, um, talking of Christmas. It would be great to hear maybe what, what's your favorite Christmas story? What thing, what things happened to you or to someone near you that, that you think, wow, that's a, an amazing Christmas thing. Mm, Christmas. Christmas. Are, you, are you a bit of a Grinch? <laughs> I started dating my, my now wife 
in a in a lovely December of several years ago. So, um, so yeah, that's probably my favorite Christmas season. Um, although my next favorite Christmas season might be this one, the first one with a with a baby boy. So, oh, I thought you were going to say because you were on Hope FM. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, other than the obvious reason, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that and having a baby boy. Yeah. I can see the two combined is just the ultimate. So, yeah. <laughs> having children does, of course, bring a whole new meaning to Christmas indeed. Chris, what about you? I, I actually uh, met my wife for the first time around Christmas. We met, we met on myspace.com. Wow. In, in 2004. Or yes, I messaged her. You look cute. How long have you been a Christian? <laughs> and it was <laughs> the worst pickup line, but it worked. Uh, and then we met at the mall to go Christmas shopping and she spilled soy sauce on herself at the food court. And she's been salty ever since. <laughs> she has been. And I've, I've loved her oh, ever since. That, that's, that, that is a, yeah. a lovely thing. In fact, I, I, um, I've got, I had a Christmas wedding. So, um, oh, cool. so no I, I was on was on my honeymoon over Christmas, so it's um I've got to say special season for me as well. So that's a lovely story. Um, I'm uh, I, I I like the fact that you met on MySpace. <laughs> I, I I had almost forgotten MySpace. I yeah. probably I, I I have an account. Does it still exist at all, or has it gone forever? I have no they idea. they tried to re rebrand and like totally restylize it. Few almost several years ago now. I don't know what it's like today, but there was a minute there where they did a big, big push to try to revive it, and it looked completely different. And just they just couldn't they couldn't get away from, from <laughs> the. But I bet they could revive it now with two thousands revival around the corner. I feel like oh, that's true. I think ironically, people would probably love to get on MySpace again. Vintage tech is the new thing. <laughs> yes exactly. not long until my space is antique <laughs> yeah okay so um what what's god got for you this season so so at the moment if i look on spotify there are two all creatures tracks on spotify is that right that is correct okay that's that's not a huge number of tracks if i'm honest so <laughs> some of the people into you have more than that i don't want to disappoint you but they have more um so behind the scenes are you building up a catalog of tracks or what's the plan <laughs> yes so I, I want to know this ben if i go to spotify and i look up neon feather uh -huh. neon feather is indeed there but if i look down at the section where it would tell me all about you in your profile section do you know what it says for you <laughs> this is just a burn. <laughs> it says so it's got those little less than greater than signs with br in it and now that is html speak for break so is that is that is that actually a serious thing that you've put a break in there because neon feathers on a break dude that's really funny it's literally not at all it has no meaning but i love that that's literally the the cleverest thing it i, I that, that's the the geek in me went, what is on his on a web break? So so clever. No, honestly, my my old label wrote a bio for Neon Feather. And I, at some point I was like, man, I don't know. I'd rather write one myself. It just doesn't feel like me. It doesn't fit my personality. And they're like, okay, cool. You go ahead and write one. We'll delete it. And whoever deleted it, I guess, just didn't delete the, that one. <laughs> that one, like break or whatever it was and it's just been there 
and I just never wrote my own bio. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. So I, unintentionally, Neon Feather is on a break. So, um, um, so, so, but behind the scenes, you guys are building up some some new tracks, and I think we might be going to hear one in in a few moments. But all creatures, is this now for you at the moment your main focus? Would you say, or not really? I'd say it's our probably both of our main creative focus right now. Yeah, uh, we 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 have other things that bring in uh, pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, it's 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 definitely my main creative drive right now. Yeah, this is the thing that I would love to um, structure a lot of what I do around. I would love to to be able to give more and more of my mm-hmm. creative energy to this. Um, I I love the option of being diversified, and I like producing for other people, and and still am working on neon feather stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I really, really love, um, the collaboration with Chris and like just the kind of sonic world that we have been figuring out over the last, really just the last months, we really broke through on like the palette that we want to kind of (laughs) paint, paint from, uh, moving forward. So I'm just super excited to keep diving in on that. Yeah, this whole thing is still so new. It's, I mean, July was when our when Wonder Working came out. So, it we, yeah. we're not even at really at the six month mark yet. But we do have probably twenty to thirty songs that we've written over the past year and a half, and mm-hmm. um, we're we've got including the song mm-hmm. you're about to play uh, a four or five song EP that we're gonna release over the next six months or so. So, uh, in fact, is this your first European radio interview as All Creatures? Very first. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just want everyone to know, we were the first European station, the same as we were with We The Kingdom. You're going to hear it all here first. As normal, we like bring you fresh <laughs> artists, uh, people who are going to inspire and bring great music for years to come, we hope. Gordon, so, um, Gordon. where do people... <laughs> oh, thank you, Chris. Uh, uh, where do people connect with you if they want to find out more about your projects and what you're doing? We are on Instagram. Uh, allcreatures.music is our handle. We are also on Facebook, but we don't check that as often. We should. <laughs> um, you can email us at allcreaturestheband at gmail.com. And we are also now on TikTok. Um, so uh, what do you do on TikTok? Uh, we're trying to figure that out. Um, mostly gawk at the things people post. But uh, <laughs> Chris um, is the silly guy. He's, he's doing some funny content. But we're, we're working on some kind of like doing some cool covers in our style and like doing a mixture of like worship covers and pop covers and stuff. Just I'll, I'll lay down a little keyboard part and then he'll sing over it and then we'll start posting some of that stuff yeah we don't have anything up yet but <laughs> but it but it's going to be coming yeah. my kids have been telling me to go on tiktok for years and i'm like oh, i don't want to go on tiktok but maybe i should <laughs> so so okay so you're on tiktok you're on instagram uh, and facebook yeah, if you want a very slow reply so okay <laughs> we, we, we've got to play your your third track in a moment but but before we do um there's a there's a slot we we do on the show called when things go wrong but god puts them right 
We always like the ones with the God puts them right at the end. And I just wondered if either of you had a story of things not going to plan, but God putting it right. I mean, probably the Sunday school answer is just like every day of my life. <laughs> I don't It's like sometimes he's making, he's putting things right that I don't even give him credit for because <laughs> I don't even see how, how wrong they were going to go, you know? And so I just take it as like, take it for granted as like a day to day, like, Oh, that's just kind of like how life is playing out. But, like I said, with my career, it's just a constant free fall of like not really knowing what the next year is going to look like. So I think I've grown accustomed to um, God being the only one that can kind of set my paths straight. So yeah, I'm just sort of flooded with examples of that. I think back to the my story about quitting music and having made it an idol uh, I, I really did. And nothing bad about my old band. Uh, we were we were friends and um, I was the only Christian in the band. But uh, I, I had definitely made that whole thing about me and about what I wanted. And when it was all stripped away, I think that was an opportunity over the past seven to eight years of God to like, re- you know, put the pieces back in the right way and i had i said no to christian music uh, five or six times over the past decade since moving out here to tennessee um talked to different people and they said you should be a christian artist or you should do this and, and i kept saying no i kept saying no and not really wanting to do it and and i think finally god getting my attention and and bringing ben into the picture and and setting setting things up the way they are now has, has made it everything I wanted out of it and, and more. Um, yeah. I don't know when I kind of gave up on it is when he brought it all back and said, this is how it's going to be. And it's going to be better than you hoped. So. Wow. Well, that, that I would say you're right. That's a pretty amazing story. Cause it was the fact you'd stopped uh, and then God's brought it all around is a, <laughs> I think a blessing to all of us really. So yeah. So, um, and talking about the Bible, obviously you guys uh, are well read. <laughs> Who um, from the Bible would you say you most relate to, and why? <laughs> Whoever wrote Ecclesiastes. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, actually, you're the first person to actually say whoever wrote something, rather than, rather than the specifics of a of, of one of the key characters within the book. But um, yes, whoever whoever it was that wrote it quite poignant i think sometimes so yeah yeah yeah. what about you chris uh you can't have balaam's donkey (laughs) i want to say samson but i'm not that strong um no uh i don't i don't know exactly um maybe maybe peter only in the sense that uh he kind of didn't know when to stop sometimes and he would he he got ahead of himself and got angry and acted when he should have stopped and thought about something. Uh, you know, like I don't I don't see myself necessarily cutting someone's ear off, but uh, I understand the uh, I understand the angst behind that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can I I can understand why Peter did it in the moment when the guards <laughs> and everyone were coming up to grab Jesus. 
Uh, I'm glad it was only someone's ear. So, yeah. yes, okay, uh, P- Peter is your answer there. Yeah. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music, this is the Hope FM Artist Interview. So who's been your musical influences? In fact, I'm going to ask it two ways. Musical influences, secular music, and Christian music. Mm. Okay. Ah, oh, man. I, I consume so much music it's hard to say like any one thing but um i mean i for a while i was a big fan of anything out of manchester actually (laughs) like doves um were our big um inspiration to me a lot of 70s songwriters like jackson brown um are big influences on me and then in the christian space i have to say the two most influential artists on me were the Supertones yeah. and Delirious. I've said it before on the show, the listeners will know this, but, but I first went to see Delirious before they were actually Delirious when they were playing in a school hall. Wow. Um, so with, with probably about probably about 150 kids there oh, somewhere. Wow. So, That's wild. Um, and, and what about you, Ben? Gosh, yeah. It really runs the, the gamut for sure. Um, as far as like secular stuff, there's this band from Iceland called Sigaros, uh, and particularly their front man's name is Jonsi, and he's just a creative, just such a pure creative force. <laughs> like he just has this childlike purity to his creativity that I am really inspired by continually. Um, and he he was a big uh, force in my. Uh, inspirations early on and then there's just some other projects like m83 tycho um mm-hmm. mute math was a big one for me um and switchfoot i liked a lot there's a group called falling up when i was in like middle school they were i think they were on tooth and nail for a little while they were kind of like in that christian emo rock era of like the 2000s okay Mm. and i was probably one of their biggest fans like i i studied their lyrics of their albums because there was supposedly like a concept behind the (laughs) album that was when it was really trendy to do like concept records and so i was like oh what's like the the story and i wrote out this document on my computer like song (laughs) by song like trying to decode the story um <laughs> i could not make sense of it but uh, but, but you wrote a lot i write typed a lot of words yeah <laughs> but yeah you said falling up was huge huge for me and then owl city was actually a big um postal service and owl city were two that like taught me how electronic music doesn't have to just play in its own sandbox of like club music it can be like electronic music can be pop as well um so yeah owl city and coastal service were like two big ones on that sort of revelation for me and if you were to have to work not together but both of you had to go and work with one other big name contemporary christian artist for the rest of your lives who would it be (laughs) that's great um I tell you what, I can just tell you this. Chris at the moment, I'm not quite sure whether or not he's thinking really hard or if he's terrified of giving the wrong answer because he's sitting there going, 
<laughs> it's the first time. It's the first time you've totally stopped moving, Chris. <laughs> this is the top. This is the first time I've thought about this. Um, l- do they have to be living? Yeah, because it'd be really inconvenient otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> if I could resurrect, no. Um, uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin uh, Bieber. That you know what? He he, he qualifies, right? He does. I think he does qualify. So I tell you, what, I I have been watching some of the stuff that Justin's been doing. I'm looking forward to having him on the show and finding out more behind the man. So <laughs> should be cool. It, are are you going to see him anytime soon? I uh, like <laughs> in the studio. No, no. I'm, if I'm you praying, do, if it happens, praying, praying and believing on it. Yes, I will. Very okay, soon. but when 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 you when you talk to him, just um just mention Hope FM in the UK because we'll have him on, right? There you go. Chris, Chris, what about you? You're not allowed to have Justin. He's been taken. Uh, <laughs> Kanye. I mean, he's the other one. artist. Uh, <laughs> he's the other alternative. Um, I mean, I, I like some of his stuff. I I honestly can't think right now. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I can't name any Christian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. I'm I, if I'm honest, I'm trying. Now I don't know. Let's see. Uh, maybe Holland. Okay. I I liked I liked her last several things she came out with a lot. Um, and I don't know. She's seems more on the creative side. Or or maybe someone like CC Winans. There you go. Like you could you could do Twenty One Pilots. I feel like that would go. Well. That would be that would be fantastic. I just I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with my answers. I, I think collaborating with a female singer, like just doing yeah. duets, would be awesome. Would <laughs> be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that 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 to me. I'm going to give you a tick. You, you did get there, Chris. That was an answer, and it's, yeah, yeah, it sounds yeah. like a good one. <laughs> so, uh, and lastly. If you could only have one CD to listen to for the rest of your life, and it's not allowed to be one that I've you've made, it's got to be one that's big enough that most would hear it. I think. Which would it be? Oh, that's that's a good one. Um, um, shoot, I will say as far as albums that most people listening might be vaguely familiar with, I'll say "Beautiful Letdown" by Switchfoot. That one is just lives on forever, front to back. You just can't touch it. It's so good. Either London Calling by The Clash or Clarity by Jimmy Eat World. Talking to some of the best names in contemporary Christian music. This is the Hope FM Artist Interview. So we've, we've got time for one last track for you. Now, this track is not on Spotify. So does that mean that this is a new track? Is this a world radio exclusive? Yes, it is. You betcha. Only our mothers have heard this song. Oh, well, there you go. So so I've got to say thank you very much, guys, for giving us an exclusive here on Hope FM of a track that I think is going to be great. Who would like to introduce it? Ben. Uh, uh, this one is called Close to Me. Um, and it is about um, realizing that when we are looking for God, he is already closer than our own fears and our own uh, pain and tears. He's, he's as, as close to us as our own breath. So um, just knowing that we don't have to go searching for God, that he is already right here with us. Come close to me, 
that was Close to Me by All Creatures. And thank you so very much to Ben and Chris for joining us on the Artist Interview, a podcast from Hope FM. And you can listen to many other artists and their stories as well uh, by going to your favourite podcast platform and searching up The Artist Interview. Thanks so very much for joining us this episode. We look forward to you joining us again. In fact, it'd be great if you were to hop on to your podcast platform and give it a like, share it with a friend. There are so many blessings and we hope so many people can be reached uh, by the great music and the stories too. God bless you. Bye-bye.